Welcome to the Think Tank on Experiencing Art in Public Space, led by me, Angelique Kampens. In this podcast, we will be joined by a group of students as we explore the connection between art, architecture and society and question the significance of art in public spaces and its educational value with input from residents, architects, artists and theoreticians. Today we explore art in the subway and start with the work of the artist and architect Jacques Muscal and end with Alma Metrostop, designed by the artist and architect duo Simon and Lucien Kroll. The Jacques Muscal ceiling painting extends over 7000 square meters and over three levels in the Gare du Midi subway station in Brussels. Muscal painted the ceilings yellow, red or orange, depending on the level. It is an impressive integration of art in which architecture and painting merge. The colors highlighting the rough concrete structure of the ceilings. This work is part of his ideology that the life of the common people would be improved by bringing the arts into public space. The commission was given in 1979 and executed in 1988. In this setting we were happy to hear artist Bart Lodewijk's thoughts on art in public space as well as coming across some amazing artworks in the subway and discuss how this brings beauty to everyone's daily lives. He works in public space and makes large-scale linear chalk drawings on buildings. Join us on this tour of the subway. It's about relation with people, so I start with uh, uh, to make chalk drawings in, st- in streets in all kinds of cities. They ask, what are you doing? I always say I'm an artist. But most of the most people, they don't see my work as art. So they explain me what art could be. So I have a lot of explanations, <laughs> no collection about what art could be. Staying with my back to the people, I draw on the walls. Yeah. I, I, in, when I work, when I draw, I don't see them. To start early in the morning and to finish when it's dark. So I'm working on one drawing a whole day. And then I'm the boss. And after that, it doesn't belong to me anymore. It's, it belongs to the... So I'm protecting the drawing when I'm working. And when it's done, I let it go. People ask always, what is this? Wherefore is this? And my reaction always is I'm I'm searching for a house where I can draw on the on the front, and people so I asking for help. So you ask where you can draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so my focus is the whole time the drawing and not the people. Okay. But because it's such a clear goal, it's clear and uh, not understandable. It's difficult to understand why is he searching for a house? Why does he want to make a drawing? But. Um, I'm not uh, educating them. I'm just asking for help. Most of my work is based on uh, commissions from city councils. And the goal of city council is always to do good, to connect neighborhoods. But that's not the goal of my drawing. You can't say I'm starting to draw and then people are connected. Mostly it doesn't work like that. When you start drawing and you draw on another house as well, the people, they have uh, kind of arguments underneath. 
you you don't see it, but there is a lot of a lot of in, in neighborhoods there are a lot of problems, and you can't solve these problems with with chalk. No. You can make them visible, or you can make them, but not to find a solution. And do you do something with the stories they give to you, or in the end? Uh, yeah, I write the stories, and I write books about the stories, and uh, but the books are there is a lot of uh, um, it's it's documentary based stories mixed with associations why do you work in public space and what you, you said uh, it's not to bring people together as a purpose but what's your purpose then from uh, what do you what's your intention with uh, drawing the lines and why do you it in a public space and not in like a museum or something yeah um, it's yeah my interest is to understand why places are how they are and um, I can't find that in a, in, a, in, a, in a studio it's too silent nothing happens there are no dogs peeing to your drawing so it's the, the constant the, the, the interruption uh, makes that you learn from the context and the context is involved in the drawing and the drawing is involved in the context the goal actually is to to draw on houses but as well to draw inside houses what's very problematic when people invite me to drink a coffee and I have the goal to continue inside the house it's not a thing you can't you can uh, ask very spontaneous it's difficult to ask can I continue in your house so I mostly say um, two months ago I made a drawing inside the house and then I hope that they ask oh yeah it's a good idea you can but that never happens so it's a whole complex operation and navigation and um, yeah it's 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 an adventure yeah and you have the wheel not in your own hand it's always sharing so it goes always another direction it's all, always not my way draw on the houses or do you just do it? Uh, two years ago the answer was yes I do but now after 25 years making chalk drawings I find I have the right to to, <laughs> to do that so it's, I, 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 sometimes I ask permission but sometimes mostly not <laughs> it's the power of the artist no when it is really a private house I ask but for example, to, to continue the drawing on the neighbor's house, I do not. But the, the public space is very interesting to, to work in because there are always problems. Yeah, and, 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 and chalk and problems that binds very well. <laughs> There's, it's just, that's connected. <laughs> fits me very well yeah. to, to just to, to, to work with something what's kind of nothing and then to try to do everything with that mm. yeah it's very democratic material we all draw with what we did when we were kids kids that we draw with chalk and you can you can get it for free it's everywhere just a stone it could be a piece of chalk that's the idea I like and it's from all cultures so everybody all the we all know the material, it's cheap.
But the freedom of chalk, the freedom of chalk is a big thing. Um, well, actually, I went to art school like you, and on art school I draw with chalk. Okay. It's really, it's kind of, it's not a lie. It's true. I'm really stupid. <laughs> and uh, but I didn't only, I, I didn't use only chalk. At one moment, uh, when I started my master, the director of the school, he said, "Well, uh, you can stay here." But don't draw, don't write, and don't cycle because that were the three things I did always. I needed to do something. Else. Do something else, and uh, so I became for two years the assistant of all the students. So 22 students. So my my exam was a very strange uh, installation with all bits of works from my students. So the external external he came and he found it rubbish, but the idea was good to be assistant and then he understood and he, he said it's very good okay. so I tried to learn from others from other people and that is still in the work okay. and after the, the school I worked uh, three years for the VPRO the Dutch broadcast station so you know the VPRO yeah. yeah, uh, I worked in Sarajevo in Bosnia Herzegovina as a do I made two documentaries there but it was a very um, intense and the it didn't fit me. And what didn't fit me, that was the camera. What, me, what fits was to stay with people. But when, when, when the cam camera went on, every ch everything changed for me. It was kind of hunting for the best moment. And I wanted difficult to, to switch the camera off. But when it was off, I w everything worked much better. Okay. So I went back to, to drawing in public space with chalk. And I found the same line as in the, the documentaries, but then without a camera. And with a good reason to go back, because you have to finish something, the drawing. And with the documentaries, it was always hunting to go back. thing about the work like that you want to be educated by other people that like chalk is also something that is always used in, in school <laughs> chalk does it stay or does it go away after a while well it's actually it's kind of innocent material but it's not when the the wind doesn't touch the chalk when the wind doesn't touch the the wall the rain doesn't touch it as well so then it can, cannot disappear or you have to wash it away. So it, 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 there's one drawing, or there are several drawings actually, they, they, they are on houses for the last 20 years, they, they, they survived, so they, are, they are not uh, ephemer. I didn't know, I thought they were always gone after like no, some No, 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 it's a white lie. I, I always say to people it will disappear very soon, but it's not like that. It's not. <laughs> it's also interesting, like with the question about uh, uh, confronting the neighborhood or uh, communicating with them if you make art, because it's like a kind of like passive aggressive material because like it's there and when the uh, rain doesn't wash it away, it will stay. But people can also ruin it. People, people can also ruin it if they want to. Yeah, what people often say when it dis most of the drawings disappear, and then people say, ah, it's a shame that it's gone. But in the beginning, they were against it. But when it's gone, it's a shame. Is it important?
important for you what happens with the work after you left it? Uh, not really. No. In the beginning years I found it very painful that it's gone, <laughs> but uh, I became used to it. I'm, I'm a very, very tough and hard man. <laughs> I became a very tough man. <laughs> Have you often had people vandalize your work? Because you just have to have to smear across the chalk and it will... Yeah, it's constantly. It's yeah. constantly, yeah. yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> always people washing it away or uh, going to work with their hands like this. No, my goal is to disappear. I, there is like no physical work of you anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. Only, only, only one thing is there. And that are the books, yeah. the books. So I have uh, a few books with me. I can show you and I have a few, two newspapers I made recently and I can give it to you. So the good thing about writing and printing photographs <coughs> on these pieces of paper is that it's cheap and you can give it away. For example, a book, uh, this is another book. It is quite special, you know, it's, it's a big letter book for people who do not like small uh, letters. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, it's in an OCMV. Yeah. I wrote this book for the people uh, who are dement, of semi-dement, beginning dement. And I wrote a book for them. This is the first group in my life who would never read the book because they all died. Why, why did you make the mission? Ah, okay. Ah, okay. New building. And, uh, but the thing was, that was I got the commission before Corona, and then suddenly the lockdown came, everything was, was blocked. So I went to the houses where those people lived before they became ill. And I, but of course, there are other people living in the houses now, so I continued the same drawing there. And then the people told me about the past. And then, when the, the lockdown was uh, finished, uh, finished, I went back to the new building where the people with dementia and most of them were. Will you ever draw in maybe like pink chalk or never? Never, never in a different pink, color chalk, pink chalk on a white I, I, surface? I, I made a few color drawings because the walls were <laughs> white and I didn't, can't see it. So, but it's, it's, it, I find the, the principle to do it. Um, how to say, to it just with white and just with lines and uh, that they are very familiar, all the drawings. I like that e idea to open with that uh, kind of reduction, to open a world with that. hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please subscribe to get the latest episodes. You can also find us on our blog, thinkpublic.space, and follow the conversation about the podcast.
This podcast wouldn't have been possible without the generous support and assistance of our sponsors. Europe Next Generation Europe, School of Arts Kask, and the Nomadic School of Arts. We are deeply grateful to all the people who have helped make this project a reality, including Raf Enkels for his coaching, Melissa Rijke for her sound work, Peter Blomme for early advice, and Eike Rodenberg of the Nomadic School of Arts. Thank you for listening, and until next time. Thank you.